Terry, but he might not think it's funny. We were dirty dancing there. You were dirty. What? No. He was. Him and his wife. Oh. Yeah, I heard. I got feedback on that. Maybe I'll tell him you know, doing all the wedding dances and stuff. Yeah. Well, oh, they were dirty <coughs> dancing out there. Let's uh, <laughs> save that for opening comments. So let's go to our opening <coughs> now, and then we'll get back to that. All right, everybody, that is correct. This is the podcast that sounds funny, and this is the week of September. I almost said March. <laughs> September, um, the uh, 27th, 2022. Uh, we are that's on my note so I went away <laughs> um we are your host uh, I'm your host Keith and join with me are hey. and Jill uh, <laughs> the they couldn't find is we are in season two show 47 episode 99 left balloons oh man <laughs> next week oh man <laughs> we'll be a whole century old I had, yep. had a piece of popcorn stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, of course, we do like to open up our, our show with a bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? And uh, we have quite a bit of what's new in this past week, it seems like. In particular, some dirty dancing uh, host and his lovely spouse, who not <laughs> only had a wedding, but were celebrating a wedding. Huh? Oops. Yep, they sure were. Oh, so now there's one, one syllable answer. Yep. Before the yep. show, it's like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> so on Saturday, um, I had to do an ICB board meeting in the morning. He's going to start us with the boring stuff. Oh, yeah. And then some people came and started building on my deck. And then I said, hey, we got to go to a wedding. It's our anniversary. My It was our anniversary. We got to go to a wedding. Somebody right. got married. So a Somebody that I up. know. <laughs> yeah, nobody Somebody that we all know. You know, you, you, your son's backwards. Though. You're supposed to get married, then have the family. Yeah. Well. At least you did it. You're an honest woman. A lot of people do it either way anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, each one I, of my kids did it different. Jill's <laughs> baby boy got married. Yep. <laughs> now all, yeah. all the little birds are flown from the nest for real. And I kept yep. getting stung by little bees there and stuff. It's weird because George told no, me a lot no, of the flowers. No birds. There were fake flowers. You only stung by bees and no birds. Oh wow. That's why you didn't swell up. They were fake bees. <laughs> he told me they were fake flowers that were around on the tables and things. Oh. I said, well, fake, I don't know. Jerry said flying around was, the fake flowers. I said he Did was he? by a real flower or something because he got stung twice. <laughs> they must have just been sweat bees or something because I didn't swell up that much. You know, but, yeah. Uh, they, we were keeping an eye on me, but so. But yeah, you know, they started playing 
music after dinner and everything. And uh, my wife drug me out to the dance floor and just blam, just she kiss, kiss, dragged kiss, it out there like out, a woman. Making out, <laughs> like she just grabbed in there, slow dance and kiss and whatever. There's a place and a time for that kind of dancing, but, and it's not. No, no wonder it took you so long to get back to the table. People. <laughs> well, they, well, they did play some the some of those songs from Dirty Dancing, like Footloose, and she was. Around. She was making up for lost time. We haven't really oh. kissed each other that much lately. And she just wanted to get it all out on the dance floor, I guess. So. Maybe she was saving up for something <laughs> special. Or something. And then Jill said we didn't drink all the beer, so there's oh. no beer left. You Not drank, much. everybody drank all. I think, what was it, Bud Light? You said that you guys drank, but Bub, my yeah. son, bought a thousand cans of beer. Well, and I drank so he had a variety because he knew everybody didn't like the same kind, but evidently everybody likes Bud. <laughs> well, you know, if you limit the, the options, I mean, you don't have to go crazy with trying to play a bar. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know they were going to have a bar. He, I thought he was just going to put like everything in the big old thing he had, had put ice in it, like a big cooler, but I don't think it had a lid on it. And you just go right. over and reach in. That's how I thought he was going to do it. But I guess somebody was worried about kids maybe grabbing the wrong beverage. No, uh, kids at a wedding would never do that. <laughs> I'm told. Well, that reminds me of a story. <laughs> uh, because we had a particular grandson. I won't say what his motivations were, but he was really tearing up the dance floor. Doing, yeah, I heard you flips, had a couple grandsons out there just jamming. Doing flips and, and uh, doing the worm and, and doing flips. <laughs> We got part of it on, on a video, so we have a little bit of evidence of that, which was yeah. whenever he saw a grandma uh, uh, with the camera, he's like, oh, and then he, you could just see him change his attitude. Yep, and I know a lot of my grandkids are out there dancing because I heard from a lot of people, your kid, grandkids got the moves. They're out there, all of them just dancing. And I was like, yeah, I, wish I, every I Carter could have stayed, but they had a, their own homecoming at school. Ten, so they were. No, dancing. 11 years ago when Terry got married, uh, our grandkids were there and they were even 10 years younger. They were really out there with the moves, dancing with the the, yep. the teenage girls. And they were only like, you know, seven. <laughs> <laughs> I remember do you, we were. When we were Boy Scouts, we went somewhere on a golf course. Do you remember where that golf course? When yeah, we this, golf course. this is by Olin, between Olin and the mental health. Uh, so it must have been Olin Golf Course. We went there. and uh, I don't know what the name of it's called, but yeah, that's a real popular place. Yeah, we, we, were, we were there as Boy Scouts. I think we were in uniform and everything, but we were there to be ball spotters, as it's called, or to help you know the golfers and stuff. And at every hole, they had like this covered shaded area, you know, just like to stand there, you know, and they had the big horse trough with ice in it and beer of various flavors and sodas. And we took it upon ourselves to grab, you go know, itty bitty mighty mo and grab right. whatever. And after about six to nine holes, you didn't care anymore what people scored. <laughs> Let's try one of those beers there. It's like, we're supposed to be Boy Scouts. <laughs> Mm. But anyway, well, I, it tasted I do yucky. Have a kids, it tasted yucky. So. Uh, on on my list, besides you know wedding fun and activities, um, about two weeks ago, 
after our podcast, I've been having doctor appointments on Tuesday afternoons about my foot, which is still kind of healing up. And we had that news story some time ago about this new technology with the fish paste that helps wounds heal up. And so two weeks ago, I had my first fish treatment on my foot. <laughs> and it smells just like fish. I bet and, your cat uh, really likes you. <laughs> and our new little kitty cat kept sniffing around my foot. Like it was really interested in my foot. <laughs> now it's too cold for you to get in the swimming pool. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's one really fast uh, item. And um, the other thing I have is that this coming Friday, September 30th, so hopefully you're listening to this before September 30th, but even if it is September 30th, it is International Podcasters Day or Podcast <laughs> International or something like that. So you'll have to celebrate International Podcast Day by listening to all your favorite podcasts that day. And you know, leave us an email because, hey, next week, We'll be doing our big 100. That'll be an awesome day for you to hop on our voicemail and leave yeah. us a message on International Podcast Day. Uh, the number would be 401-753-4844. Or if you like letters better, it's 4017-KEITH-H. K-E-I-T-H-H. So leave us a message and and if you don't want to call, at least go to our webpage and hit our donate button a bunch of times. <laughs> Just keep donating all day long. Tell all your friends to donate all day long. Because our Zoom bill is coming due soon. Mark all you want to now, dog. <laughs> well, my funny story back to the wedding, um, I was drinking sodas. Yeah, and, sure. What, barley sodas? No, Cokes and uh, diet cokes or whatever it was they had and he brought me one the gift that you know when you go to a wedding sometimes you get a gift well their gift was the can koozies it said the kelly's on it and it said the date 9 24 or 2022 mm-hmm. and george brought me a soda and i didn't know he's going to open it but <laughs> i kind of tilted it so i could get it in that can koozie you know and it spilled it all down my right side I was like, oh man. <laughs> and it reminded me of your son, Keith, at your other son's wedding out in Kansas, came over and gave me a hug and spilled beer all down my left side. Yeah. So at one wedding I had beer and at the other wedding I had soda. But it, it, it's was, like those football games where they dunked a coach with Gatorade. I think it, so. so. You're, like, you're, you're, you're the wedding coach. You got to keep those <laughs> kids coached and everything. They had a donkey with some kind of beverage. Well, I was covered with soda the rest of the night. I was happy to get out of that sticky dress. Well, if it was diet, then it shouldn't have been sticky. It wouldn't have been so sticky, but it would have been a little bit. It was uncomfortable. (laughs) A wet dress. But it it did dry eventually. But I didn't wear a dress. Me either. You guys are party poopers. You should always wear a dress to the weddings. (laughs) Yeah, well, hmm. well I, I did notice that all of us were sitting at the, at the table together, except for Jill. Well, I sat too, where they sat me. She's too snobby to... to be around us just because she's like the, the mom of one of the weddings. <laughs> now, we were it just was... crazy uncles. 
over at our own tables. Yeah. yeah. He might be just the man I'm looking for. Well. But now we can move on to our, what was it? Random topic. Random topic. Alrighty. And uh, I have uh, as been lately uh, six items on the table. That on one the table. last week was fun, trying to figure out the year. It's different. I oh. might have another one of those. If the right what time. number was that one? <laughs> we got to spin the wheel first. <laughs> it's three. Three. Right in the no. middle. That would be trivia. We haven't had trivia in a while. Uh, so with trivia, it seems like I have uh, eight of those. It's three. Three, three again. <laughs> right. She's stuck on three. I'm going to try again. Three must be our lucky number. And as I recall... There's oh, three yeah, of us. I don't know if we did this one before. It's Bible trivia. Then there's <laughs> three of us. And yeah. there's Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Oh, yeah, wow. we did. Well, there we go. It's been preordained that we should do a Bible. <laughs> uh, we did do one called Gospel before. And as I recall, we all did really well on that one. And what I know about this Bible trivia is whoever wrote it, I think it's a closet atheist. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because all the questions are so like good. It's like so atheistic. I'm like, first question here. God is both spirit and flesh. Is this true is or false? True or false. Well, we believe it's true. It can be. Okay. <laughs> it is true. Now, it depends actually how you define God, because, you know, collectively God, I would say that's true. But we do have the Trinity where God is spirit, not flesh. The Holy Spirit is spirit and not flesh. But Jesus definitely is incarnate or in, in the flesh. So therefore, yep, it, it would be true. Uh, next question. Snakes eat insects. <laughs> it is another true or false question. Do snakes That's a Bible thing? It says it's in the it's a Bible trivia. So. Maybe I would say false. In the garden. Snakes I thought eat they ate bigger things, snakes like mice and yeah, I, I would say like even garter snakes eat mice and well, um um uh, Maybe they don't because they're annoying like snakes and they don't want to eat annoying <laughs> things. Uh, it is uh, false. Snakes do not eat insects. Yeah, they're annoying. Oh, well, yeah, it, it does give Bible references. Uh, you want to try to read you the Bible reference from the other, other one? <laughs> About being both flesh and spirit. Anyway, um, this is... This one refers to Genesis 3, 14, and the Lord God said unto the serpent, because thou hast done this, thou art cursed among cattle and among every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. 
Wow, that doesn't say anything about insects. So snakes only eat dirt is what they... They eat dirt, not insects. And even that's yeah. kind of wonky because... Dirt. I don't know if that's... It's kind of metaphorical that they, they're going to have dust in their mouth, of course, but they don't eat dirt. Yeah. They eat small varmints. Uh, dust is very appetizing. Hmm? What? Dust isn't very appetizing. No. That's what? why there's not any diabetic snakes. But yeah. how do they dig their, how does a snake dig a snake hole? Do they eat the dirt and poop it out behind oh, them? Oh, like a giant worm. Yeah. Yeah. How do they do that? I don't know. <laughs> they, they do it somehow. They, they nuzzle through it while they're, well, it's still mud, I guess. Who knows? Anyway, next question. Um, where do you go? God is all knowing. Another true or false question. True. Yes. True. Unless you're watching Supernatural. No, this is this one says false. What? Oh, because in Genesis, once again, where Adam and Eve was hiding, and he's like, "Where are you guys?" Well, God is God is all knowing, Uh, but let's see what this uh, trivia quiz master says. Genesis three eleven, and he said, "You told me who? who oh, sorry, who told you that thou wast naked?" Uh, um, it goes on, "Who eaten of the tree that commanded us not to eat?" Lucifer. Uh, it says, "Note a being who knows everything should never ask questions." That is a total atheist response, right there. <laughs> Yeah, because I mean, uh, he he knew he was just questioning them to see that, what they would like, tell him. That's like when you walk into the kitchen and the cookie jar is knocked over on the floor and you ask your child, who did this? You know. And you know who did it. You just want them <laughs> to say what happened. Right. Exactly. And uh, other places where, like Jesus says, only the Father knows the time and the hour. But see, there God doesn't know because Jesus is God. He didn't know. It's metaphorical. It actually has to do with the Jewish idiom about about weddings. Little known fact. Anyway, next question. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. We're going to find the right spot here. Uh, God does not discriminate. True or false? Does not. Hmm? He don't discriminate. With I don't know how you. He does not, that would be true that he does not. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of a hair splitting question. God does not discriminate. Um, because it, it, it depends on how, how you have it in your mind. What does discriminate mean? Uh, we think of discrimination, the racial issues. You shouldn't discriminate your fellow man just because their skin color is different. That's bad. God would never do that. He loves everybody. So you can say God does not discriminate. But to discriminate only means that you are judging between one thing and another. Oh, well, then in a way he does, because he is the judge. <laughs> and so, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, of course, the answer. It's a confusing be, answer. I don't know. I know. <laughs> the answer is, is false. God does discriminate. Uh, and, and the point there is that makes it sound like God should be so loving and not discriminate. So I'm going to trap you into thinking it's true. When it's actually false, he does discriminate, but he doesn't discriminate in that on something such such as uh, shallow 
thing is the skin color. If God's going to discriminate and judge, it's because he knows the heart. <laughs> he knows. Yeah. Uh, and whenever, you know, he sends people to the fiery lake at the end of time, uh, you will be judged, discriminated, and you'll only be punished no more than you deserve, no less than you deserve. But anyway, it refers to Deuteronomy many, uh, 2.6, thou art the holy people, and I'm your God, the Lord, uh, thy God uh, hath chosen thee to be a special people and to, to himself above all people. So that reference is just saying he's discriminating because he's chosen the Jewish people above others, which is still a dumb reference, but eh. it's, it's, it's an atheist response. Mm. Typical atheist response. Uh, we'll do one more because this is, it's a Bible quiz, but to me, it's like the dumbest Bible quiz ever <laughs> because it, everything points you towards like, this is the thing that atheists will own you with because you didn't answer it right. But it's all hair-splitting garbage. Hmm. Uh, here's another one. God is everywhere. Omnipresent. True or false? Well, true. True. That's true. That's what we've always yeah, believed is true. Which he's is made up of atoms and he's everywhere. Which is the correct answer, but eh, this author says false. And why? What stupid reason does he give? Um. Let's he see. watched Bruce Psalms, Almighty and seen that God went on vacation. <laughs> uh, Psalms 14, 2. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that did understand and seek God. Note, he looked down. Okay, that's supposed to be the reason why. <laughs> I guess because he's not everywhere. He, how could he look down? If it's everywhere, he shouldn't have to look down. I think that's the reason. But here's the thing, too, about that answer and why it's a stupid answer is that God is everywhere, uh, but he often speaks in uh, human terms. A anthropomorphic language is the fancy word for that. Anthropomorphic just means he applies physical traits to himself. Even though he is a spirit, he is not flesh, but he applies things like the arm of God, the hand of God. But of he God. could be, and he could look like George Burns, too. Yeah. <laughs> could be. But he I uses... Be right here with us right now, and you wouldn't know it. He uses language to metaphorically represent himself in human form. And so, of course, he's, he's everywhere, but he uses things that are relative to what men and people can understand. Uh, to describe his character. So again, uh, to me, this is like a, a really insane test because almost none of the answers are, are correct. They're all like opposite of what they should be. And they give some lame excuse like a wordplay. And it's like, yeah, that's called equivocation. And uh, mm -hmm. it's a bad argument. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Amy lame little quiz there. <laughs> it is time to get on to our Kakimimi lame news. Our goofy news. <laughs> but first. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty when Avon comes calling. Use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. 
Hi, I am Cherry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and pull out. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. for news you got a story oh my gosh i sure do (laughs) i have got an alligator you do south carolina in your pocket (laughs) i've got about i don't know four five or six alligator stories but here's one an alligator in south carolina delays a flight at the airport. He's not quick enough to catch the plane. In Charleston International Airport, an alligator crawled out and just decided to take a nap on the taxiway. (laughs) This is a good spot to take a nap. The the passengers on the plane noticed out the windows that... Is that a log across the runway? (laughs) The pilot announced that the plane would be slightly delayed. Yeah. You would think if an airplane headed, you know, towards an alligator, it would waddle away or scamper, whatever alligators do. Wouldn't just lay there going, unless it had a suicide mission. (laughs) When the animal sees a a vehicle bearing down on it, they often will kind of scamper away. But sometimes animals are stupid like deer. Oh. (laughs) Hey, there's a car coming while I'm standing on the edge of the road. I'm going to wait for it. Wait wait. it. Now I'm going to step out. <laughs> yeah. Animals can be dumb. Sometimes. Yeah, that's called. Huh? And they drug the alligator off the runway and everything was fine. Yeah. Hmm. So Stupid alligator. <laughs> <laughs> What you got, Jill? Well, my first story is actually about a wedding, and it's not the one that we was at. (laughs) This one was in New Jersey. And uh, out on the dance floor, it was one of those where the floor was about to collapse from all the people dancing. But luckily, the DJ noticed that. I don't actually know why he noticed, but is he this noticed a dance something floor was or a trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me bounce. Boing, boing. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he noticed cracks or what. It didn't say. He just said he noticed the floor was giving. And uh, so he had everybody, you know, turn off the music and said, hey, we need to evacuate. Yeah. It reminds and- me of a family reunion years ago. And we were there, of course, in Indiana where they always have them. And mom and her two brothers were both sitting on this picnic bench. And it looked like, let's just say the bench was smiling. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I'm on one side. I'm surprised the table didn't flip over. It, it had, of course, three very large people on this picnic bench. It was just, it was curved. Wow. <laughs> like, you might want to move to one other side of one of you people. Right. <laughs> but this happened, it says, at the Daymark restaurant in New Jersey, and it'll be closed until further notice. The dance floor will be reinforced and it will open back up. But they did move their uh, reception. It said that they knew where the parents were staying. So they went wherever they were staying and carried on with the reception. And mm. I thought, what, the parents left and were hiding, probably. <laughs> <laughs> They're eating this out of house on homeless leave. Oh, it's good. Mom, what'd you go for? Let's go to your house. You got lots of stuff on your fridge. I, I kind of have a, a extremely last moment uh, headline here. I saw it just this morning, in fact, on Fox News uh, yesterday, Monday morning, apparently in uh, it was Florida. A, a man enters a convenience store with a shotgun and uh, a, a, the, the cashier saw him on a security camera. Of course, she's taking care of sales and she steps back into the back room and she comes out with her own weapon. Huh. <laughs> and the guy with the shotguns walking through the store and he, when he approaches the cash register and sees the woman with her own gun, he appears to question her about what kind of gun she has. And then uh, she uh, asks him about his shotgun and suddenly he becomes a coward and, oh, uh, I'm from Chicago. I'm not from around here. Uh, I, I didn't mean any harm. And then he leaves. <laughs> uh, well, this is all caught on video and uh, was reported to the police. And so the sheriffs did find the guy. So you might not be from around here, but we don't take shotguns in the, the <laughs> convenience stores and you're going to jail. Basically Attempted robbery. Huh? Attempted robbery. Yeah, that's exactly it. They arrested him for attempted robbery. It's <laughs> like clearly he was just backpedaling because he wasn't planning on robbing a place where the cashier had her own gun. <laughs> Is probably bigger than his. <laughs> well, he had a shotgun, so I don't know if hers was a shotgun or hers was maybe a 57 Magnum or something. Who knows? Oh, man. They didn't say what kind of gun she actually had. But... Well, some criminal news. <laughs> uh, I have. Um, I, I have. Um, Another alligator story. Um, an alligator in Florida visits an elementary school, but the funny thing was, it was the home of the gators. It <laughs> <laughs> was our mascot. He was just coming to say hi. Exactly. The principal showed up for work, and there was a seven foot alligator in his parking space. <laughs> yeah. He, you know what'd be even funnier is back in the nineties, the big rage was the uh, the polo shirts with the little eyes odd alligator on them. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'd be funny if all it was a prep school and everybody had their eyes out the Polish. <laughs> and from he didn't know if it was real or not. He's honking and honking and he got out of the car and it snapped at him, so he got back in his car. <laughs> I guess it's real. Well, that's when he grabbed it by the tail. Away. But it was seven foot, they said. He, that's a big alligator. And they he called the police and animal rescue. And it was, I thought I would say, what? what the, the, the gator's like, I'm the principal now. <laughs> this is my spot. I would have, it doesn't say what school, but it's the home of the gators. They should have stuffed it, and that could have been their actual mascot. Yeah, put it on display in the trophy case or something. Yeah, stuff it. What? Start feeding kids to it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the ones with the bad grades. Guess what? You're going to be doing. <laughs> You're going to be stuffed inside this alligator. <laughs> seven foot eleven inches. Trying to you know resume. what? That alligator ended up on an airport runway <laughs> for the other story. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. My next story is about another firefighter story. He had to rescue a blind dog. <laughs> oh, yeah. He I've fell seen that. in a hole, a 15 foot hole. It was about three foot diameter. This <laughs> sneaky blind dog escaped his fenced yard, which was right next to this construction site. And fell into this hole. I thought if he would have had a cane or his own guide dog, <laughs> he might have made it around that hole. A little guide squirrel. Yeah, guide squirrel. That would have worked. Uh, but uh, the owner found out that the dog was escaped and was looking for it, I guess, and found it down in the hole. Well, the, 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 for... the owner's other pet dogs were yapping to let the owner know that the dog got out or something. Yeah, there we go. Lassie is telling Lassie fell in the well. It's a tin. I don't remember if it said how big the dog was because I don't think it was very big. I'm I, when I saw that I, I was picturing a big guide dog. You know, everybody thinks you're. Uh, is that one of them blind dogs? It's like you know, apparently this one is a blind actually, dog. Yes. It was actually a blind dog, and it was 13 years old, I think, because it said that. I can't remember how it was worded exactly, but depending on where the punctuation was at, the dog was 13 and returned to its owner. But I was like, was the owner 13 or was the dog 13? I would assume it was a dog because most I, dogs, I, as I they get older, the get cataracts. Was, and Yeah, because for 13, we would be up there in dog years. Mm-hmm. And I think the owner was a, was a housewife and she had like... Other dogs, like Terry's uh, doggy alarm when people come by, her doggy alarms went off to let her know that the other one strayed away. But somehow they lowered one of the fire uh, fighters down in this hole with using ropes and pulleys, and he put a harness on that dog, and they lifted it back up. So I'm assuming it wasn't really a small dog, or he would have just picked just it up grabbed and, it and held it right. Held it up, so it could have been a lab. It doesn't well, really say what kind of dog it was. Well, they, they were saying in the article that because of safety concerns, that if a dog panics, it would be you know get, get all. Stacked. Oh, you've seen it too. This article. 
Yeah. And so they, they did, they give it its own harness so the guy wouldn't have to run a risk of being bitten by a, a, a scared oh. dog. But yeah, somehow he didn't, ha he wasn't hurt from falling in that hole and got him back to his owner and they were happy to be reunited and they lived happily ever after. <laughs> well, my uh, story here is a uh, paddleboarder loses their smartphone and a scuba diver finds it the next day. Huh. Uh, this was in Rockport, Massachusetts, uh, when Laura Hernandez fell into the water uh, while she was paddleboarding. She lost her phone uh, off. Uh, let's see, off Massachusetts earlier this month. She figured it was probably gone for good. But the next day, the New York woman returned to Rockport Beach and approached the instructor of a novice scuba diving class and told him about her situation. The instructor told her the odds of finding it, even with this distinctive pink case, are not good. But he told the class to keep an eye open for it. Amazingly, um, a 26-year-old scuba diver making her first open water ocean dive spotted the phone in the water about 25 feet deep. Uh, the bright pink waterproof case stuck out like a sore thumb. <laughs> it was like, it was purposely placed neatly into a bed of green seaweed. She waited the phone. Down, did she go down and try to make a phone call or what? Well, she waved, <laughs> waved, waved the phone around underwater and the screen glowed. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, she returned to the surface uh, opened the camera and took a selfie. Uh, <laughs> waved the phone in triumph to their, her friend standing on the beach. So, well, that was luck that they found that phone. Yeah. So, well, it's like when you drop your sunglasses in the the ocean, the you'll never see. Her face lit up, and she was so excited that she gave the woman a three hundred dollar reward. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> Happy ending is for the phone, and it worked. It must have been at least the iPhone 11 because they've begun to have a reputation of being waterproof. Well, but that was in a waterproof case, so, so you, that's probably doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, either it's a tribute to the case or a tribute to the phone. It didn't say what model it was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It has that new voice on there. Maybe like your bubble voice, Terry. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I have yet another alligator story in Florida. This one is in Orlando County. A alligator was wrangled at a Wendy's restaurant. Oh, not a crane station. Oh. <laughs> it was apparently going in to get a bite to eat before it went to the grade school. <laughs> yeah. Because it was late for its airplane. <laughs> and so the sheriff came and they tried to, he tried to get, you know, wrangle the gator. They called Fish and Wildlife. They were able to subdue the alligator and threw it 
in the police car and I got hit by a train. Oh, no, that's <laughs> another story. Um, uh, the alligator was taken into custody and released in the wild. And that's a short one. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, as many alligator stories like this from Florida, you would think it would be like a a, a point for Florida citizenship. You must be able to wrangle alligators. <laughs> yeah, or have a have a instead of nine one one or have a special number for it, like I don't know, one one one. What 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 help? I'm being attacked by an alligator. What what what? You know, maybe that's a good a good sales ploy to keep all the illegal immigrants away. Don't go to Florida. The alligators still eat you alive. Too bad they can't take them alligators along the coast of uh, Mexico. I mean, the border yep, Mexico and Texas the over there. Let them alligators be like attack dogs. <laughs> put them on the Rio Grande. Who's going to walk across? <laughs> Snap! I don't have any more stories, so I don't know if you want to... All right. I wasn't sure about doing this one, but it's a headline. Uh, Nigerian, oh, wait a minute. Nigeria seizes donkey penises. <laughs> why? <laughs> I thought, why? <laughs> what is the deal with a donkey penis? And why would you want to grab it? And why would you want to smuggle it? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a kind of a short story. Uh, in Abuja, Nigeria, uh, officials have seized thousands of donkey penises <laughs> that were about to be exported to Hong Kong. And again, I say, why? Why? <laughs> what is the deal? How, how valuable can they be? What are they going to do? Snort them? I don't know. Uh, but sacks of the donkey male genitals were seized at the international airport in Lagos, Nigeria, its largest city. Sambo Dalagamadinga, <laughs> the, the area <laughs> commander, <laughs> their police, I guess, told reporters uh, the consignment was falsely declared as cow male genitalia. I'm thinking, wait a minute. It's not really okay. donkeys. Those are cows. It's okay to have a bull genitalia, but not a donkey. What's the deal with that? Uh, but it goes on to say, uh, but after due examination by export officers, they discovered they were donkey male genitalia, says Dangaladima. Uh, a total of 16 sacks of the genitalia were received. Wow. An investigation has been lost to find out more information about the seized item, the Customs Service said. Uh, but it doesn't say why. <laughs> it just says an investigation. I want, I want to know the investigation. Yeah, I want to know uh, what these things are used for. What can you do? <laughs> it says, uh, although the seizure of donkey genitals uh, for export from Nigeria is rare, um, donkey skins are known to be smuggled out to other countries. And like, again, why, but whatever. In July, uh, the Nigerian police seized, um, how much? Um, $116,000 worth of donkey skins being smuggled into the country from neighboring Niger. 
And that's where the story ends. And it's like, he didn't say why. What's the deal? Why donkeys and not cows? Why are cows okay? <laughs> and it just because it got mislabeled. It's it's a crazy story, but it leaves you with more questions than answers. Right. See, I wonder maybe <laughs> they use it in the, a, they grind it a cold area like Siberia over there. Maybe they use a thicker fur for coats or blankets or because I mean well, we use fur, leather. I don't see why smuggling would be a horrible thing, but I can understand fur because you know the skins, the furs, they're more versatile. But what are you gonna do with? bunch of donkey penises <laughs> they grind it up and then they put it in as an enhancement for like viagra male enhancement yeah. that or they put it in with fish stuff and keith has it on his toes yeah that's what he has the power just like they'd use um the horns from rhinoceroses and donkey penises and something average, else too, yeah. i can't remember Huh. They use those those things all do the same thing. I, I thought I did a top 10 list on that once. Um, you know that maybe you did. That almost sounds familiar, but I'm like, but I don't remember being donkey penis. There was some kind of some some one yeah. kind of but I think you're right. There, there <laughs> is probably some kind of legend about aphrodisiac or something. You know, years ago, um, I don't know why or there was a catalog. You know, I get the little flower catalogs and seed catalogs. Mm-hmm. For some reason, my father-in-law had some of these catalogs, but one of them had some these crazy like things in it, gift I- items, you know. And you could actually get a walking cane made out of like a bull penis. Like, <laughs> I, I guess they embalm it or they apply technology must and they be, make it. So must be can, a pretty big one. <laughs> Well, they are pretty big. <laughs> well, yeah, twenty-eight inches. I guess. I think that's what I've heard. Maybe anyway. <laughs> maybe they do that. I don't know, but it never answered why. <laughs> like, oh, that's the that's the biggest question. Hmm. Anyway, back on you, Terry, and then we'll wrap up. <laughs> Um, I have one more um, that I throw out there. That another alligator? Similar. I probably have another one I could dig for, but this here in Port Chester, New York, the police are asking for help. Um, I, I have ordered stuff from Amazon before, and it was delivered. And sometimes I got a package that I didn't order. And I opened it up and it was an angle grinder, you know, and I didn't order it, but I opened it to my surprise, ta-da. But anyway, somebody in Port Chester opened a package full of live reptiles. Oh, close it back up quick. (laughs) (laughs) And so they're asking if anybody is missing their package of live reptiles, please call the police because they have them. (laughs) And what did I put those reptiles out? <laughs> yeah. Wow. I don't know if, if it gives a list. I went to the bathroom and I had them. I went to the store and I had them. Oh, here we go. It's got... Where did I leave them at? Lizards, iguanas. Uh, uh, well, I just listed those. It I wasn't like any like dangerously poisonous things, I guess, but. 
still. <laughs> yeah. Wow. If it was, I opened it up as an ant farm or something, that'd be different, but <laughs> yeah. live reptiles, please do not open. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's all I got. I won't well, stop with my news there, but I do have a bunch more, but still. Yeah, I get a few more. And uh, I think Jill told one of mine I had later down my list. And I, I think I, I know I've seen that story about the reptiles, but I thought Jill or someone did it before, so I skipped it. Anyway, I know I did one a couple about it. One getting stuck in a SpongeBob toy and oh, yeah. <laughs> um, there's another one. He's been doing everything in his power to impress them with his ability. Yeah, so with our news uh, all wrapped up, it's time to move on to some weird words. Weird let me ask you, do you want words that you're going to know or some you're not going to know? Flip a Because I have a list of words that are going out that we know, but our kids and grandkids will probably not I do. Know. I ask the bees knees. One or two. Alexa, flip a coin. Okay. Oh, she barks. Got <laughs> heads. It's heads. That should be number one. Okay, then we're going to go with this list of words. We'll take it easy on us today. Go back to preschool. Get out of the gene pool. These are words that we all know that our grandkids probably will never hear. They'll roll their eyes and say, Grandma, what does that mean? No one says that anymore. Yep. Let me get to the first bookmark here. Bark one. Everybody shut up. Our first word is VCR, which we all know what that is. VCR, yeah. What's but VCR? they are going out. So these are, I think it said analog words. Video cassette recorder. Yep, that we all know. But that one's Next high. generation will probably not know a lot of these words. You could throw it off by saying VCP. What's that? Video player. Video cassette Video player. Cassette. Yeah. They used to rent those at Blockbuster. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> huh. Yeah, another word is going out. <laughs> yeah. Here's another word that's going out is a fax machine you don't hear a lot of people use them anymore only doctor's offices use them quite yeah. regular I, uh, I was trying to get a hold of uh siu there in edwardsville and they had listed a fax number to contact them oh, really <laughs> yeah a lot of places use other ways emails and things but And a floppy disk. We all know what a floppy disk is, but do you think our grandkids are going to know what a floppy disk is? It's a flat. It's a disk that needs Viagra. <laughs> it's like a frisbee, isn't it? Yeah, it's a little soft uh, magnetic disk. You can put a hard case of this. They're soft disk. Well, this next one, I actually I had heard of. You guys maybe know what Tibo is. Hey, hey, hey. 
think it's T-I-B-O, but it could be different. Okay. It was a digital TV recorder. TVO? TVO? TVO. I, I didn't record how it was spelled. I don't know why. A TVO is a, a, you can record your live stream on your cable TV. Yeah. Uh, that's what he was telling me. That's what it is. And I was like, I'd never heard of that one. So. Yeah, it something used to about a chime that lives on in our memory. Really so, if you've it. ever used it, you know what chime they're talking about. And I, I think when we visited in Tennessee well, a few years back now, uh, the uh, my son's in-laws had a lot of stuff on their TiVo that they recorded. And what a TiVo is that? What you said? Yeah, TiVo. It's a television video recording system. Oh, see, I, I, I should have recorded how name. to spell. I did after this one, but I was like, what the heck? I, I think it's a brand name is what it is. <clears throat> and this next one, I don't, <laughs> I don't think my grandkids know this one. The slide projector. Ooh. Of course, we all watch slides. That was like our fun Sunday night after church, wasn't it? Yeah, instead of instead of uh, home movies like some people would do, we'd have home slideshows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they kind of still have that on your iPhone or on your computer. You can still have a slideshow screensaver type thing. Huh. Yeah, they they'd still do that. I mean, and that's where the concept came from. And plus, you have like the office uh, products where you have uh, what's that? PowerPoint is a slide uh, presentation where you, you you can flip through slides and they're like pre-made with the graphics and sound and stuff on them. Push the hmm. little button like the weatherman does. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> and this next word, I I think it's going to be around for a while. I don't know. If you can't write in the proper way, if you don't know how to conjugate, why it's in this list here. But the next word is. Rewind. You know, whenever we had the VCR tapes, that you had to rewind them to oh. rewatch. Yeah, rewind. Yeah, a lot of times that you don't have to rewind things anymore. You just go back or yeah. forward. Of course, whenever we would rent uh, movies, they always had the Be Kind Rewind sticker on it. Yeah. <laughs> whenever our, we got a little more technology, we had like the, the DVD disc, we would get one and I'd tell the kids, make sure you rewind, rewind. it. <laughs> rewind uh -huh. it. They're like, what? what are you talking about? They don't rewind one of these. Of course, it's a joke. But yeah. I, I told my one of my grandkids that the other day, when we, don't really rewind. They're like, what are you talking about? See, already it's going out this rewind thing. Nobody's going to know what that means. Yeah. It's crazy. The next one is Walkman. Maybe you flunked that class and maybe now you find that people mock you on <laughs> they don't make Walkmans anymore, so those are iPod? already going out. An iPod, you mean? An, even yeah, iPod. Right. Well, iPod they used to have the Walkmans, yeah, and then they had the Discman where you could put your CD in it. Yeah. But now everybody's got their telephones that play music, take pictures, make phone calls. So nobody uses. Even if you say iPod, kids like, no one uses iPods anymore, Dad. It's on iPhone. Yeah. Actually, George uses his. Every time he mows the grass, he takes it out and puts his earbuds in and listens to music while he mows. Yeah. 
So he's still uses his. You can do that all through your phone these days. Yep. Then the next word is a pager, which. Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. Maybe coming back, this article said. It, it could be. I mean, it, it would have its uses, but as ubiquitous as cell phones are, you could know, do the same thing with your cell phone, too. Pagers might get a resurgence. It said something about physicians still use them, I suppose, for mm -hmm. just, you know, for emergencies at work or whatever. Yeah. I noticed because, last time I was in the hospital, because they all had their time. cell phones. Usually, you know, you're not supposed to have your cell phone well, when you're working, but it was... A cell phone, everyone has one, and all you got to do is call the number. Yeah, but, it's a quick uh, way to get a hold you, of whoever you need, a doctor. Do you ignore the incoming call on your phone because it's a spam call? Whereas if you had a pager, then that means someone's paging you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's our next word? You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. Tune in. It's, <laughs> nobody in. has to tune in to anything anymore. Stay tuned for our next podcast next week. I, I think people will still, it'll, it'll linger. It'll, people are like, what do you mean what to do? What do you say to them? And it says satellite radio and streaming services are taking over. So you don't have to tune in. Like you have to tune into the Batman, same bat time, same bat channel. You can watch it anytime, any channel, or not any channel, but anytime you want. Because yeah, it used to be, you if, get, you want, if you had a special show, you had to be there at the TV at that time on that day, or you was going to miss it. But anymore, it's yeah. like, oh, let's go on YouTube and watch you. Yeah. Tune in next week when you'll hear Jill say. <laughs> <laughs> to learn some grammar. What? Now did I stammer? Work on that grammar. You should know when. There's an ongoing thing. You got to tune in still. Even on here's, a, here's a word that has already left. Dial up. Your dial, dial up computer. <laughs> yeah. Dial up internet and you hope nobody picked up the phone. I don't know. Wi Fi or DH, what's it, DHL? Yes. Okay. Let me hit up. Okay. Here in the town I live in, South Roxana, they don't, if I wanted to switch from charter to ATT, I have to resort back to dial up networking. Really? I don't think anybody had that anymore. They do not offer. The high-speed internet here with the fiber optics. Really? They started to put the, uh, what was the one after dial-up? The, what was it called? Oh, ISDN? Wait. Well, I mean, the. That, that was for office phones. In yeah. layman's terms. DSL. Well, you could be on the phone and on the computer yeah. at the same time. DSL. DSL. Describer, signal, light, whatever. They started to put that in here, but then they came out with fiber optics, so they stopped. And so if you want it here in this town, you have to go to dial up or go with charter because it's right. We're nestled right in between these refineries and they won't let them dig to put the fiber optics in. So you huh. use your cable. Dial up still, is still out there. <laughs> and, Only for you cavemen then. <laughs> yeah. 
Our next word then is cassette because that goes back to our Walkman and things. Cassettes have gone out. You can't even buy them anymore. You can't. No, I don't think you can find them anywhere. Even at the National Library Service and Bard is all digital cartridge. You don't even get cassettes there anymore either. Right. I guess maybe you could because you probably have a back catalog somewhere, but yeah, it's all digital. Right. They, uh, the NLS took a lot of their books from cassettes whenever they uh, converted over to digital and they donated them to the Illinois Council of the Blind. And that's what they used to put the Braille Messenger out on. Well, it, on, on the same note as cassettes being out of date, how about reel to reel? <laughs> or eight track tape. Yeah, there's quite a few of those that are, have done left the building. <laughs> And then our last one here is like I could care less. Is of course carbon copy, uh, which you know the black paper you have to pull out and put between the two pieces copy. of paper. That's that line on your email that says CC colon right carbon copy. CC. Carbon copy, but it's a little different whenever you do it digitally, <laughs> I guess. In the real world, it's kind of messy. <laughs> yeah. You end up with that black all over your fingers. And, and you have to use a typewriter, not a printer. <laughs> <laughs> because if we don't have a typewriter, it won't strike the paper to make that copy. So those, those are our list of words that we all know, but our kids and grandkids maybe won't recognize some of those it, words. I think the ones that do carry on, like maybe carbon copy, will only do so because it shows up on your email or the tune in is, is, is just in common use, you know, meaning, you know, wait for the next one. Right. The, like you said, though, on the computer, though, they call it the CC. They'll be going, oh, car that stands for carbon copy? CC? Yeah, I wondered yeah. what that stood for. <laughs> and, the, and the BCC is blind carbon copy, which means anybody who's on the list gets the carbon copy, but only certain... <laughs> Special people will get the BC. Well, on TV, it means closed captioning, but oh, there we go. carbon copy. But they made a movie called uh, Carbon Copy, but that was before the word um, cloning came out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I that. Yeah. And you could clone somebody. They made, made the movie Carbon Copy. But anyway. You better slow down and use the right pronoun. Yeah, well, that's the last of the words. He's so cute. He even comes when I call him. So, like this time, yeah, then we get to move on to Terry's top 10. Top 10. If he has one. <laughs> I have three of them left so if I have to dig for some more. Uh oh, that's number one would be the funniest yeah. one. Just a reminder for the listeners, a hundredth episode next week, Friday the 30th is International Podcast Day. Here's your motivation. Give us a phone call, write us, voicemail us, tell us if you have a top 10 for Terry, some words for Jill, some news headlines, any kind of a question or comment would be accepted. <laughs> 
or just call up and tell us congratulations on your show. That would work too. <laughs> okay, I've got a top ten list of ten. Let me get the title again here. Ten living things that die for baffling reasons. Like number ten. The suicide poem, Flowers to Death. Flowers. What? It's a, <laughs> it is a, it grows in Madagascar. It was discovered in 2006. It's a tree and it grows 60 feet tall and the flowers will bloom. Its petals will fall under the trunk of the tree and turn into fruit. There it dies. And then the development of the fruit causes the death of the tree. Hmm. That's, That's weird. Wow. Yeah, once, then dies. <laughs> Number nine. Ow! The Australian jewel beetles. <laughs> the jewel they, beetles. They love their baubles to death. Love their bottles. Uh -huh. Let me explain. Yeah, do. <laughs> For some reason, these poor little beetles end up killing themselves trying to mate with beer bottles. Oh. Scientists <laughs> notice that the how, beer how bottles. How big are these beetles anyway? <laughs> <laughs> or how small are those bottles? Scientists have noticed that these beer bottles it's the same color as the female beetles. And the, well, wait a minute. And and the bottles were dimpled. And so therefore the males thought they were females and they would try to mate with them and they would mate, 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 mate until they just dropped dead. Yeah, I know. I know like soda bottles that are plastic have them dimples. I didn't realize beer bottles did, but maybe other countries. Well, like, I, their bottles I don't different. know if you mean dimples like a golf ball or something on the bottle. I don't know, but probably. But some, happy like note, I said, some soda bottle Sprite, if you drink Sprite, has dimples like that. On a happy note, the scientists have contacted the beer makers and they have now changed the color shading of the bottle and took the dimples out. And now the beetles live happily ever after. <laughs> and they find the correct female to mate with. Wow. <laughs> the Bunch of stupid bugs. The Australian beetles, not the English beetles. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they probably mated with a few beer bottles too. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> it drank so much beer. Oh. Well, they were high on drugs or something. Who knows? <laughs> Um, number eight. Meep, meep. The longhorned cowfish. Long cowfish? Cowfish. Cow, like C-O-W, cow. Moo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it poisons itself. It's a tropical saltwater fish. And they're yellow in appearance. It, like other creatures, has a defense mechanism, and it secretes a poison. And when they are kept in an aquarium, 
in a confined uh, confined environment, they're not immune to their own toxin. <laughs> so in that case of who, he who smelt it dealt it, um, <laughs> they dealt it, and they're going to also smell it. <laughs> okay, who did that? Well, that well, it still might be the same. Like if you had like ten cowfish in one bucket, you know, it's like, all right, here, oh, they all die. <laughs> uh, who afforded the toxin in here? Uh, You've killed us all. Um, number seven. Barbarusa tusks. Barbarusa tusks can pierce their own skulls. Wow! It's a type of wild pig like Pumbaa on the Lion King, oh. with those husks. Oh, they, yeah. the tusks, they the jut up, and those husks big. continue to grow, and they curve wow. right in towards their eye sockets. Oh, and they wow! Continue to grow. Yeah. And put those things away, Johnny. You're going to put your eye out. <laughs> They have two sets of two and had to get a drink there. And they um, they find ways to grind them down on trees and others wind up killing themselves because they pierce their skulls because they can't find nothing to grind them down on. Oh. They were procrastinating. I'll grind them tomorrow. I'll grind them tomorrow. <laughs> I waited too long. Oh no! My brain feels funny. <laughs> uh, number six. Army ant hills. The army ant. Army ants. They live in colonies. Of hundreds to hundreds of thousands. Wow. That's a lot of ants. They go to war with the other army ant hill until they conquer one another. Army ants are blind, like us. <laughs> They're blind. Um, and the lead ant secretes a pheromone trail, and the other ants follow it. And sometimes the lead ant can circle back and get and get lost in its own trail of scent and it'll cause all the ants to walk Perfect in a around. circle and a spiral and they'll continue to do so until they drop dead of, of exhaustion hmm. <laughs> or a bunch of little kids come walking along and step on them <laughs> i know some officers who do that when you give them a map and tell them lead the platoon <laughs> <laughs> yeah. hey oh, sir no. i think we've already been here before <laughs> Are we going in circles or what? Yeah. I couldn't. I, I was a driver. I was. I couldn't look at the map. So it wasn't my fault. You're driving. It wasn't my fault. You're reading the map. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Um, number. Um, dolphins. Dolphins some, some, dolphins sometimes commit suicide. That'd be number five. 
How uh, can they do that? I wonder, drown themselves? Into water all day long. It's so sick of this. The dolphins are the smartest animal under humans and more intelligent than more intelligent than primates. Okay. In the old TV show Flipper, one of the dolphins named Kathy decided to take its own life. It went to the bottom of the tank. It expelled all of its air and just laid there and died. Huh. Suffocated. Never came up. Well, that's because she wasn't getting paid enough. <laughs> <laughs> in the 1950s, uh, what was it? In the 1960s, NASA was trying to teach dolphins to speak English. And it spent six days a week with a dolphin named Peter. And it fell in love with its trainer and did the same thing. Because they could but, never be together. Yeah. So he's Learning just going to kill so himself. Hard. I before E except after C. I'll never get it. Uh, the project got canceled and it did the same thing. And it let all its air up and died. Number four. Shrews need to eat their own body weight. A, a shrew's metabolism is outrageous. Huh. Its heart can beat anywhere from 800 to 1,000 times a minute. If they go without three hours of eating, they would die. They starved themselves to death, huh? Yeah. Number three. I'm a roller, baby. Is female ferrets must mate or else they will die. Mate or die. What a slow. Did you say ferrets or parrots? Ferrets. They're, they're like a looking creature. Okay, I didn't know if you meant like a parrot, like a bird, or a ferret. Oh, ferret. They sound F a lot alike. F rodent. F e r r ferret on a kindergarten. Okay. Like a little ferret, like a kitty cat or a rat or something. Ferret. Eight or die. When the female ferret goes into heat, it must mate or it'll die from a plastic anemia. It is very imperative that you get your pet spayed or neutered. <laughs> or find my husband. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Our famous number two. Uh oh. How can we work at number two on this number two? <laughs> Um, what is it called? The Dung Beetle. <laughs> well, it, it's a Dimidex. Hold on, let me get the, Dimidex mites. Dimidex mite. Right. 
It's a it's a MITE, you know, mites, you know, yeah, Demodex mites. They parasite or something. Yeah. They okay. Demodex mites eat until they die. They are right now living on your own face. Ah. Microscopic organisms that continue to eat until they die. They're eating my face off. <laughs> they're in your pores. They're in your hair. They're trying to get to your brain. <laughs> they say a buildup of these mites is why people have rosacea on their faces. Huh. And the little mites, they, uh, little mites, they love oily skin. They eat so much that they die because they do not have anuses. <laughs> So they can't poop. Number two, they can't poop. Well, good for them. I don't want to have no mite poop on my face. (laughs) 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 That's my revenge. You're going to lick on my face. You're going to eat until you can't poop. (laughs) And I've lost my voice again. Down to number one. Number one. Number one. Was a what? Okay, I got that part. Fair. Oh, oh, oh. It's an okay. Number one was the Australian. The Australian antigenist is they mate until they die like those beetles earlier they're a little mouse-like creature and these marsupials have been known to go at it for at least 14 hours non-stop mating (laughs) with females and fighting off the males uh, so, so I see a trend with your words. They have animals who mate themselves to death. They have animals who die they don't mate. They have animals who die because they mate with bottles. <laughs> they must have took too many Viagras. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, the mate, the mating is the, is the key word to your list today. <laughs> and they, they eventually collapse and die as a result. So they got monkeypox and died. Too much sex can kill you. <laughs> Once all the male mice are dead, the pregnant female mice eat them. <laughs> so they have lots of food babies. for them and their babies. Mm. Oh. Yeah, that's the end of my time. Who gets the last laugh on that one? Oh, <laughs> I'm glad I got an anus. Whew, man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I hate to die that way. Yeah. Can he, 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 don't poop. Maybe that's why why ticks are like that too. Probably you know they just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. You know, <laughs> they're who knows? Like and I right now don't really care. <laughs> Those mice they just don't have an anus, and that's the word it had too. I could have put it different. <laughs> You could have said a different word, I suppose. That's still that's still funny. <laughs> Anus. Funny word. <laughs>
me. Things were how we reached the end uh, of the list. Uh, is, He's the sweetest boy. Hello, this is Keith Helsley of Quest for Truth. And I'm Nathan Caldwell. We talk about worldviews. Things that affect our pop culture today. Truth exposed on the first week every month. We dig into the Bible. One book at a time. One verse or phrase at a time. Our audio drama. Watch for new audio dramas on the third week of the month. Quest for Truth. Life-Truth.com Hey, that's a wonderful idea. It's time for some uh, anchor topic. Topic. Manuel skills. Manual skills. Yeah. Things that Manuel can do. What can we talk about today? Read the manual of your manual. (laughs) The manual of your talking microwave. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not roll back on technology again for the (laughs) third week in a row. But what what is our manual skill? Again, it's all about hobbies, you know, things like uh, painting and crochet and macrame, things you do with your hands. Uh, you know, for for guys that might be woodworking or metalworking, uh, mechanics. Have we talked about like games or anything like that? Games Sports. We have, or... we have talked about games a little bit. Let's talk about games. Oh, I'm thinking games. like Scrabble or checkers. You know, how do blind people play? Well, we kind of hit on that in my top ten list or so last time. Talking about games and like that too the other like that one is a triangle shape and they got the golf pegs on it oh yeah and well, stuff and, uh, when it comes to like specifically checkers they, tactile. they do make a like a plastic checkerboard it has uh squares some are indented some are raised up and the indented squares represents what the black ones that's where your pieces go and then it used to be they'd have red pieces that were round and you could stack one on the other for the crown and black pieces that were square. And so you could tell by the shape or you could tell by the color if you could see them, but they would stack. But the latest one I've seen is just a, a simple round wooden checker. And uh, I'm trying to think, I think they still do make one uh, color square and one square, uh, color round. But they don't really stack. I, I think the way you would tell if they were kinged or not is maybe flip them over. Uh, maybe it's got a ridge or something, then it feels like a crown. Yeah, because the one top has like ridges and the bottom is flat or something like that. Hmm. Uh, but it, 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 it can be done. I, I will say when you play checkers that way, it requires a lot of brain power because you got to where everything is you got to feel the board now to, you know to start out easy i move there and you move there but you get all the pieces out and they're scrambled through the board you've got to constantly be checking the board you know feeling the pieces and seeing where the next jump it's kind of like whenever you play bingo and you're feeling and you accidentally knock the chip off of the square and it's like you got to be really careful and 
Yeah, but they're down in them little divots, so they shouldn't really knock yeah, off unless yeah. you <laughs> but it, flip it around. You, if you I don't have really the strength, you just might knock something off the board. But I have, I have a set that's it's actually wood, but and it's like you're saying, and one square, one's round. But it also came with chess pieces too. But you know, yeah, and you can get chess pieces. For that's even that's even harder. <laughs> Try to play chess yeah, when you're trying blind. to figure out which which is the pawn, which is the bishop, which is uh, the, uh, and then once you figure out which ones are which, where to move them to, and it requires a lot of mental power because you just can't visually look. You've got to keep constantly keep track. Uh, and I never playing chess. I knew how to play chess pretty good, but I never learned all the different names of the squares, you know, uh, night one uh, to root five, you know, you know or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, just, I don't if you know that notation, maybe it would help you. Uh, keep right. Track I, I assume it's similar to playing battleship, you know, <laughs> it's like yeah. a one, you took my battleship. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to download, uh, there's a app, blindfold games it's kind of like the jim's kitchen games but they had chess and checkers and i was thinking oh, i'll play checkers but you had to know that like you're saying those terms of where you want to move you right. can't just it's grab it and move it you have to put move from this spot to that spot and you had to know the numbers and letters and i was like uh it's too much for me <laughs> too much mind power so yeah, as simple as a game as checkers is as a blind person it, it can be done through tactile means and memory means i just but, wish I, I wish i had a little bit of low vision so i could at least play some games like that i, I miss playing the games it's pretty, pretty you know, rough. And, it, and it could take a lot longer to play too because it takes you longer to move yeah. and decide where to move to now, I had a game, it was that Connect Four, where it's your checkers, but they're, you slip them in a slot at the top. Yeah. Of a, and so the checkers, yeah. the way you can tell them apart, I don't remember the colors, but one had a hole in the middle, so it looked more like yeah. a donut, and the other like was solid. So <laughs> well, that would make sense. Yeah. In there, then you could feel each circle hole and see which <laughs> one is solid and which one's not with the checkers, and Right. You're trying to connect four, and if you don't win, then you slip the thing at the bottom, and they all fell out. <laughs> you could. I just think it was. You could. I, I I I picked up a string, a shoestring off the floor, and I was trying to see what color it was. And like with string and stuff, I rolled it, wrapped it around my finger, so like winding up the the string. And then I got my colorino out, and then it told me, you know you know beige whatever and so i was like okay this shoestring is beige so i you know put it away so i was thinking well like what you're saying you could take your colorino if you're playing checkers and you go oh that was black that was red that was <laughs> but you'd have to be <laughs> running your batteries now a lot of work to me but sure yeah <laughs> connect four let me see which one's black red black red 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 <laughs> Yeah, that would be a way to do it, I guess. Yeah, but like I said, they had holes in them, so you could feel it pretty easy. But I don't know. I had that game. I don't know what ever happened to it. I think we should get a game called Operation and try that one. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Take the batteries out first. That's rough enough whenever you can see what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. All about not touching the sides of the little hole with the no. thread. Well, that would be rough, but I would imagine if you if you could do that, you could definitely got some good manual skills to be sure. But uh, yeah, games. So there's there's ways to adapt stuff. Uh, uh, board games, checkers, card games. Of course, you can yeah, and then break. of course you can braille a card deck of cards or Uno or. It, it just makes them difficult to shuffle. You got to be careful when you're shuffling. Uh, because the, the dots make the corners get really puffy, you know, when the deck is stacked together. Yeah. But it then, of course, you have a marked deck. So, if you look at <laughs> across the table, oh, I know what those dots mean. <laughs> <laughs> So you would you would have that. I mean, so if you're a really intense gamer, maybe you could put the braille dots and put a piece of tape over the back of the card. Yeah. <laughs> Air about that kind of thing. But but yeah, there's ways. So games is definitely a hobby for playing. And Scrabble, uh, they actually make a Scrabble set that has braille tiles. It's really really expensive. You can make your own with with a label maker and just put your own little braille notation on the square. Uh, and then they make uh, the, the board itself. They do make a Scrabble board that has like the double squares and triple squares all notated out. Uh, but there's ways too where you can do that. I, I, it, it, it takes some time. You can get like the pen striping from uh, automotive department and, and make the grid for your tiles and and in some way mark the squares that have the extra scores it, it can be done it's tedious or you can pay money and be expensive but again I mean, that seems like it'd be hard too because once again you got to remember the words that people put out there right and exactly. what letters you got what can i put my letter beside what's out there again <laughs> yeah you, you'd have to constantly be able to feel without scrambling the tiles around yeah and remembering having a good memory map in your head. I remember, I remember though, when we were kids, I had a Scrabble game, which I never really got into it much. I had a Scrabble game, but it was plastic and the tiles were plastic, but it would like stick together, you know, the plastic with the, like the travel know. set where it had a pen in the back. But they, it would stick together, you know, from the plastic, you know, like plastic on, on where you could put oh, plastic yeah, like on the glass things or something right it would just stick to the plastic because you know it's plastic you know just like when you can buy you know, decorations that have plastic and stick it in your windows and it stays you know like that yeah the static static electricity whatever you want to call it but you know. yeah and so uh, i'm sure even like a magnetic set would be good too because it yeah. would help hold the pieces in place like a travel set you would just have to make sure that the pieces were tactile and not just simply color coded to help you figure out which is your piece. What letters that? It, it can be done in the ways to adapt. And whenever you get like me and your fingers can't feel the, the textures and the shape so well anymore, it's like, well, it's either time to maybe give it up or. I used to like to. I used to like to do word searches. I, I had a program that you could make your own. You know, you just type in the words that you wanted to put in there and it would start popping the letters out randomly on the screen. So it was pretty cool. Oh. Oh. Anyway, you can't play those very well when you can't see. <laughs> well, I had a thing. 
like I said, this blindfold game they give you, it reminds me of that, but they'll give you a word. We used to play these games like at bridal showers and stuff. Say, I don't know, arithmetic, and then that's all your letters. Now, how many words can you make out of that? Yeah. yeah. And so, and some of them will tell you there are so many two letter words, so many three letter words, so many four letter words, and then you try to find that many. Right. And so to me, that's kind of like playing one of those. I'd rather just use the word math, M-A-T-H. <laughs> but yeah. the longer the word is, the more words you can make out of it. Uh, yeah, yeah and those kind of word games sometimes can e- be easily done. Uh, you know, like I said, just writing them down however you can, like with uh, Braille. I think, and called, I think those are called word jumbles, I think. Yeah, or, or Something you like that. Word. But the blindfold word uh they have a lot blindfold or, or you, blindfold games on, on our apple store right they have the whole thing it's blindfold games but you can't whenever you go to it might have it might have double what jim kitchen has but yet when you click on it you can't just play it each one you have to download separately and then you can play it you know yeah, and it's you usually get like good. 10 chances. They'll give you 10 stars. They do cost something after you use your 10 stars or 10 coins, whatever it is. I forget. Uh, yeah, I bought you... a couple of the games. So I play, I like to play Beagle, or they call it Beagle. It's Boggle, you know, where you yeah, have there's, all the letters. There's and... Certain copyright uh, re- restrictions. So they, they give it a sort of a close name. Yeah. And then I like to play Solitaire. So I, I bought like... that one. That's like us trying to sell blizzards at the cone barn. We can't call them that. We can't call them dilly bars. But <laughs> dilly I, bars. I don't think people would really care all that much. But maybe Dairy Queen might come back. You can't do it. Huh? You can't call that. It's a crunchy creamer. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So there's ways, whether, whether it's tactile or, or writing it down on rail or, or writing it down on a computer or just getting a computer game. Uh, there's ways that a lot of games can be made accessible. So. When when I I have games, some games that I downloaded on the computer when I could see, I still have the ex the setup files, but they're games that are uh, knockoffs of Nintendo. You know, there's Super Mario Brothers, but it's not called Super Mario Brothers, but it's the same thing, same music, same stuff but it's called something different, you know, and I had like uh, Donkey Kong, but it was, you know, two apes or something. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, I had uh, the uh, uh, Galaxian, whatever it's called. I can't remember, but. Uh, Galaxa, Galaxians, Galaga. Yeah. Anyway. Well, Hey, what is this? Who is this guy? So, unless you got more comments on games, we can move on along to our email. Sure, do we have an email? What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Well, sort of. Uh, it's not very long. And I say sort of because I'm not sure if it's a real email. it's uh called uh mario's accident and uh it says hey tsf host uh my uh uncle who was an immigrant from italy the old company was driving down the road when a deer 
jumped out in front of him. He uh, swerved to miss the deer, but he ended up totaling uh, the nearby sign of the store. Uh, he went before the judge and he ordered to pay a thousand dollars in damages. And he asked uh, my uncle Mario, do you understand? And Mario just kind of looked at him and the judge re repeated himself, a thousand dollars, it's a fine. And Mario was kind of sad, said back to him, no, it's a not, it's a not fine. <laughs> <laughs> And that was Uncle Mario's day in court. Hope Is that fine? No, it's not uh, fine. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Whether it's true or not. <laughs> yes. But anyway, that's all I got for the pretty, pretty short. Hey, woman, come in here on the double. Which means it's time to take us into some final thoughts. He didn't used to like masking tape, but then he came very attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, last night I tried to tell a joke about a nose, but I blew. <laughs> It would only take two seconds to bend over and pick up that piece of paper, but instead I'll run over it a hundred times with my vacuum cleaner at different angles. <laughs> Where's that Roomba? Send it over there. When I came across the big pile of pants in the streets, I picked up the slacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When does a joke become a dad joke? When it becomes a parent. <laughs> <sighs> People tell me that I act like I don't care. It's not an act. It's not an act. <laughs> I was going to buy some thin sandals to wear on my beach trip, but I flip-flopped. <laughs> there we go. flopping. You know, last night, I discovered that a candle's flame smells exactly like burnt nose hair. <laughs> 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 the sole purpose of a child's middle name is to let them know when they're in deep trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I always wondered if it hurt to pluck a nose hair. Evidently, it does when I grabbed that one from the guy sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I guess you could just sniff a candle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't buy anything with Velcro. It's just a total ripoff. <laughs> uh, what kind of bee can't make up its mind? A maybe. 
<laughs> maybe, maybe not. <laughs> My, my pants zipper broke, but I fixed it on the fly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's the way to do them. <laughs> oh. This week, I passed the final test of my cooking class. It was a piece of cake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I didn't tell you. Well, must not be none of your business. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> uh, not. Well, I didn't want to know that she had false teeth, but some things come out in the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Her teeth fell out right at me. <laughs> yeah. Found out. What's an astronaut's favorite part of a computer? The space bar. <laughs> um, when everything's coming your way, you're in the wrong lane. <laughs> Swerve back over. Did you hear that metal in the microwave fell in love? When they met, sparks flew. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. Well, I don't know if I should tell you this one. Oh. I always wanted to lay naked on a bare skin rug in front of a fireplace. Apparently, Cracker Barrel has a policy against that. <laughs> I changed the sound of the horn in my car to a gunshot. People get out of the way faster now. <laughs> <laughs> a machine gun sound. I don't have any more. I, I don't yeah. play soccer because I enjoy the sport. I just do it for the kids. <laughs> Welcome to the plastic surgery addiction support group. I see a lot of new faces here. <laughs> Randy, just paid for it. Uh-oh, come on, Alice, let's hide our piggy bank. I'll hide my money purse. I'll hide my annuity. And I'll hide the silverware so we can't all stop. But hey, it is time to stop. And but I did find my last alligator story. <laughs> all right, well, save it for next week. You can squeeze it into our 100th episode. So once again, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This is the time where we sign off. <laughs> listening to your host, Keith. Uh, telling you to tell a friend about us. This is where we grow our listenership most, and we have been doing that quite a bit lately. And uh, leave us a rating and review wherever you find us on your favorite directory. And hey, keep in mind, it is our 100th episode coming up. If we don't do anything else, just leave us an email, shoot us a voicemail. Just let us uh, just say hi and that you enjoy listening to the show. And the voicemail, once again, is 401-753-4844 or 4017-KeithH. Yeah. Bye-bye for now. See you next week. 100 years old. Woo-hoo. Oh. <laughs>
Maybe not a year, as much. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com.